Guess what? It's that time of year again. My favorite holiday. Well, other than my birthday. And maybe Halloween. It's Christmas! It's the time of year when people sing, be merry, and bright. Even with COVID still here, let's just take the necessary precautions but keep the Christmas cheer. This week, I interviewed Mr. J. Martin of the Clock Gallery in Duluth, Georgia. I learned about grandfather clocks, like in the movies, and just in the nick of time. <laughs> so stick around to check out the show. Welcome to All Things Madison, the podcast exclusively for kids, sure to tickle your funny bone while learning something new at the same time. You'll hear from talking bears, <laughs> laughing unicorns, and farting sloths. Here's your host, Madison Lauren. Please enjoy the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm your host, Madison Lauren, and welcome to my show. Each week, we introduce you to exciting people with cool jobs, go behind the scenes of new places, or we review books, movies, and topics that kids care about. Oh yeah, and the show is produced by my dad, the goofball you might hear from time to time, and supported in part by Kids Listen. And if you'd like to support us, you can simply go to patreon.com forward slash all things Madison. We'll be updating the page soon. Oh, and be sure to click the subscribe button. Like now. <laughs> now on to the show. We'll return in just a moment. We've outgrown the jacuzzi. We needed a pool. Because we're a news pool for curious kids. And adults. Join us as we dive deep into the big news story of the week. Which might be politics. Or more likely, some super duper science story. Either about happenings here on Earth. Or up in space. Also the latest tech news. Sports news. Arts, culture, and entertainment. Darling. <laughs> and we always like to end with an oddball. A story to make you smile. Newsy Paloozy, the News Pool Pod. New episodes every Wednesday. And now back to the show. Okay, so do you guys know what a grandfather clock is? No? Maybe it's the husband of the grandmother clock, right? <laughs> nah, it's just a big old clock that chimes and really loud and makes a lot of noise. But they're cool too. This week, I got to go behind the scenes of a real-life clock factory. Well, sorta. It's actually a clock repair shop. But he had all sorts of tools to do surgery on these very expensive and priceless clocks. It's sort of a lost art. Mr. Martin is a true aficionado of the craft. We'll get to that over later. <laughs> Enjoy! Hey guys, it's your girl Madison, and today we're at Duluth, Georgia, at Clock Gallery. Look at all the clocks. Today, I'm speaking with Mr. J. Martin. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Madison. Welcome to the Clock Gallery. We love having you here. Hopefully, you'll learn a lot about clocks. This is a grandfather clock. It's the biggest clock that they make. It's a grandfather clock. You have a grandfather clock, and this is a grandfather clock. Um, grandfather clocks work off weights. They need gravity to pull down on these weights, which make the clock run. It doesn't have a charger. You don't see a cord. You don't see any batteries. 
Um, it doesn't have a charger station. It runs off weights. You wind these weights up once a week, and then it runs. It ticks, and it chimes. So all we have to do is give the pendulum a swing here, and you'll see it ticking, and now it's running. So now it keeps perfect time, and it'll tell you when to go to school or when to come home from school. But this is a grandfather clock, and I'll show you a bunch of clocks. We've got cuckoo clocks, wall clocks, grandfather clocks, mantle clocks, uh, alarm clocks, any kind of clocks. We have it here at the clock gallery. It sounds like a whole bird of clocks. Why did you get into clocks? Well, I got into clocks when I was in college. I worked for a small clock shop like this when I was in college delivering clocks, brand new clocks from furniture stores like Rich's and Macy's. Uh, they were very popular back then, like the iPhone is now. Clocks were popular back then. And we used to deliver around three to 400 clocks at Christmas time. And we'd go in customer's house, set them up, show them how to operate it, show them how to wind it. And then it went on from there. Even the new clocks needed to be worked on. So I learned how to repair clocks. And I opened up my own clock shop in 1993. So I've been doing this 27 years. And hopefully be doing another 20, 25 years. Don't you do some work for the governor's mansion? I don't directly do it, but I have a clock organization called the NAWCC National Watch and Clock Collectors. And a group of us go down to the governor's mansion and repair their clocks. If they're having any trouble, a few of my friends, a few of my colleagues go down there and repair the clocks. And we've donated some clocks. We donated a couple of clocks, one to the governor's mansion and a couple around in other cities here in Georgia. How are clocks better for the environment than our phones? Well, like this grandfather clock here, this grandfather clock runs off gravity. It has weights. You wind up these weights once a week, and then it runs down, and then you wind them up. It doesn't have a plug. It doesn't have a battery. So it's eco-friendly. It runs off gravity. It has no waste to it. So it's good for the environment. Uh, just imagine all the phones out there, all the batteries, all the chargers, all the cords. This one has none of that. This one's 120 years old, and it doesn't have a cord. It doesn't have a battery. And you see the pendulum down there. The pendulum is what allows it to keep perfect time. The pendulum has to be a certain length, a certain weight, for it to keep good time. This is like an animated clock. This is pretty cool here. Okay, these are neat. What are these? This is called a rhythm clock. It is the most futuristic clock that we have here at the clock gallery. It plays about 30 different songs, and it opens up, spins around, has a volume control. It knows when it's daylight. It knows when it's dark, but it plays 30 different songs to it. even has six Christmas songs for you. Mr. J, how does this one work? All right, well, this one runs off batteries, so you have to put batteries in it about once a year. So it... it uh, Turns around, chimes, keeps the time, all off batteries. Interesting. All right, let's go see another clock.
All right, Madison, this is a, a mantle clock. It's not in a case, a pretty case like this. We just have it out testing because we're working on it. So we have to watch it and make sure it's running, make sure it's chiming properly, make sure it's keeping good time. Anything and everything we can do, we can do here in the stand. That way uh, we don't have to put it back together, take it back apart, put it back together. We just watch it right here in the stand and make sure it's keeping good time and chiming and running. It is like this one. This was a mantle clock. See how this is a mantle clock? That's what that goes into is a mantle clock like this. And see how it has its hammers here? You got the same hammers down here to make it chime, just like the grandfather clock. So this clock runs off springs. You have to wind it once a week, and it has springs. Instead of batteries or electricity or weights, it has these big springs that go into the clock. And that makes it chime and keep time. So this one, just like the grandfather clock, chimes every 15 minutes and strikes the hour. It plays a beautiful Westminster chime, St. Michael or Whittington. So it's got three different chimes to it. All right. Fascinating. Very fascinating. Mr. J, this is interesting. What do we have here? All right, Madison. This is another type of grandfather clock movement. You see all the gears in here? This this is uh, uh, actually from a grandfather clock. And it's all brass, or mainly brass, and it has gears. This is all mechanical. And this is what spins to make the chimes. These are the hammers that make the chimes. And this is a grandfather clock movement. And what we do here at the clock gallery is tear them all down, each little gear, take it all apart, and rebuild it and put it back together. That way it's about as new as possible. Uh, we rebuild clocks here at the clock gallery. So this is uh, all the work we do. Isn't that fun? Wouldn't you like to take all this? It's like a puzzle. You take it all apart and you put it all back together. You want to do it one day? No, that sounds like a lot of work. So how long does it take? Well, what we have to do is tear it all down and we put it in an ultrasonic cleaner, like a bath, with chemicals in it that cleans it real good, nice and shiny. So it gets all the dust and dirt off. And then we also put each gear on a lathe and polish the tip. It's called a pivot. We polish it. It reduces friction. And then we drill out these tiny holes if they're worn out, and we put a bushing in them. So to tear this one down, clean it, and rebuild it could probably take uh, six to eight hours at least. And then you also, after you rebuild it, you have to test it for about a week to make sure it keeps good time, runs properly before we take it back to our customer. It sounds like everything with clocks is all about precision. That's right. Everything has to be precise. Every gear has to be in the exact spot to mesh with the gear beside it. So each gear is like a big puzzle. If you like puzzles, you would like to work on clocks. You have to put each gear back where it came from in the right order, in the right size, and the right hole. So, yes, it is all about precision. It's very, very precision-oriented. It sounds like a big Lego. Well, it's sort of like Legos. You do have to put them together, but you also have to realize it's mechanical. It spins, it works. Legos just sit there. These spin and work. It has to chime, it has to tick. You have to realize this clock ticks. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days 
a year for 200 years. So, yes, it has to work a long time. This clock is not 200 years old, but there's clocks that I work on that are 200 years old. Imagine what a 200-year-old clock has seen. 200 years of history. So, yes, it is very precise work. Mr. J, you got to check out Lel City. Yeah, I guess I need to. Sounds like these clocks are really old. Yeah, some of these are real old. Clocks can be, I mean, they've been making clocks forever, so... Uh, they can be 200 years old, 50 years old, 300 years old. They make some even 400 years old. So uh, the clocks are very, very old. Everybody wants to know what time it is. It's not like you can just look at it at your iPhone. Remember, iPhones hadn't been around but about 15 years. Clocks have been around for two, 300 years. So someone 200 years ago would have to use a clock to tell time. And these are all mechanical wind-up clocks. That's very interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. What's the purpose of this clock? All right, Madison, this is called a cuckoo clock. This uh, is made in Germany. And the Germans are famous for cuckoo clock. This is all hand-carved from Germany. And this cuckoo's on the hour. See the little bird up there? You probably can't see him too well. But then, then these are called dancers. And then you see the people playing the music here. So this is another mechanical clock. It runs off these weights. See, these look like big pine cones. But see, lift it up. See how heavy it is. Very heavy. So the grandfather clocks are even three times as heavy as this. So you have to wind this clock up once a week. And that's what makes it cuckoo. It makes the clock run. And it makes the music. You just wind it up. Just pull down on the chain to wind it up once a week. So this is an eco-friendly clock also. It doesn't take anything but you lifting up the weights. And then see here, we'll make it chime again. What do you think about cuckoo clocks? I think it's fascinating. Yeah, we're going to have to get you a cuckoo clock to take home. It'll drive your parents cuckoo. Does the cuckoo come from anything particular? I'm not really sure on the answer on that, but I think there's a, a bird over in Germany, a cuckoo bird, that they sort of reference this after. But these they've been making cuckoo clocks for about 100 years also. They're all hand-carved from Germany. Aren't they beautiful? Yes, I like them. All right, let's go look at another cuckoo clock over here behind me. Now look at the big carvings on this one. This one's got real big carving. Same with that one over there. It runs off these weights. It plays music. It's got a bird on the hour. So it was. it's 5 o'clock and it cuckooed five times. So you know what time it is without even looking at it. With an iPhone, what do you have to do? Look at it. You have to look at it. Or I guess you could ask Siri. This one you don't have to do either of those. It cuckoos and you know what time it is. Just by hearing it. Say this, like, hear it five times? Five times. So at five o'clock, it struck, it cuckooed five times. And then on the half hour, it cuckoos one time. Then let's see, here at six o'clock, it should cuckoo six times. That sounds hard. I just asked Alexa. Alexa, huh? Well, this is better than Alexa. This is a German hand-carved cuckoo clock. You don't need to ask anybody. It tells you without asking. I like it. All right. I think this is my favorite one of all. 
Well, I think your dad ought to take it home for you. Is that $39? It's close. We can have you do some work. We can punch you in over here, and we'll get you to work, and when you can take that one home. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. J, thank you for your time, and what would you like to say to all the kids out there watching? So, as you can see at the clock gallery, there's many different clocks, many shapes, sizes. Some run off batteries, some on off electricity. So the main thing is clocks are very important. Clocks tell time. Uh, time is very important. You don't want to be late to school. You don't want to be late to lunch. You don't want to be late to get some ice cream. So time is very, very important. So time can be as little as this is like a digital clock. This one tells you the time the day, the date, or it can be like a 200-year-old clock and run off weights and be mechanical. So time is still very important. It's just as important today as it was two and 300 years ago. So I'm glad you came to see me at the clock gallery. You come back any time now, okay? Okay. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Ooh-wee. You are sharp, girl. (laughs) Oh, Daddy. Seriously, you are fly. I don't think they say that anymore. Mmm, crunk? Nope. Jiggy. Definitely not. You should stop. You're showing your age. Then what do kids say these days? Um, how about just cute? Cute. Got it. Um, super cute. Yeah, this is a pretty fresh outfit. Where did you get it? Macari. What's that? A new store? Kinda. It's actually an online market where you can buy some of the coolest stuff. They have everything, from clothes to shoes to accessories and more. Oh, it's just for kids? No, that's just it. It's for the whole family. And if you need to clean out your closet or garage, you can post your stuff to sell as well. Ah, it's sort of like Amazon, right? It's more like a super cool consignment shop where you can get great deals and sell your stuff to make real money. That's cool. How can my audience check it out? Great question, Madison. The ATM family can just click the link in the show notes to get $30 off their first order and $10 cash when they post their first item for sale. That's dope. Super dope. See? I knew it. Knew what? I knew there was a word you kids are using to describe something cool, like the hot girl summer. Mm Mm-mm. No, don't do that, Daddy. That's that's not the look. To get your look on for the the fall fall and beyond, visit Macari. It's in the show notes today. And now it's time for the joke of the day, Christmas edition. Are you ready? Here we go. First, how do you help someone who has lost their Christmas spirit? You nurse them back to elf. Get it? That's so hilarious. Next, what is the Christmas tree's favorite candy? Ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, why does everybody love Frosty the Snowman? Because he's so cool. Get it, snowman? Cool like ice? <laughs> oh, guys, that's hilarious. Next, what do you call an elf wearing earmuffs? Anything you want because he can't hear you. <laughs> what did the grumpy sheep say when his friends wished him a Merry Christmas? Bah, humbug. <laughs> now it's your turn. 
Leave me a comment in my Instagram at All Things Madison Podcast. Let me know your favorite joke, and I'll give you a shout out on my next show. Thanks. And now for a short Christmas story. Twas the Night Before Christmas by Clement Clark Moore. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, and hoped that St. Nicholas will soon be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there was such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave the luster of midday to the objects below. When what to my wondering eye should appear, but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With the little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer, now Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blixen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet an obstacle mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawning of each tiny hoof. As I drew my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was all dressed in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up in a bowl, and the beard on his chin was as white as snow. The stump of the pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He was chubby and plump. A right jolly old elf. I laughed when I saw him, <laughs> in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings and turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they flew like the down of the thistle. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all and all a good night. Thanks for tuning into the show. I never want to take you for granted, so just know it means a lot. Now, people are asking, where can they find my stuff? If you're looking for the coolest tees, hoodies, accessories, and more, you can just go to shopmadisonlauren.com and you will find everything there. Now, do me a favor and take a moment to hit the subscribe button under this episode or video. That way, you'll be notified when each new episode comes out. And if you enjoyed the show, 
kindly leave us a five-star rating and a short review if you have time. This lets other moms and dads know they too should download it for their munchkins. <laughs> okay, on that note, I'm out. Thank you for listening to All Things Madison. Kindly take a moment to subscribe, leave a comment, and rate the show so that our participating partners know you are following along. You can get your Madison Lauren graphic tees at shopmadisonlauren.com or follow her YouTube channel at All Things Madison. This production was brought to you by Infinity Global Media Group, LLC. Contact us at smith.durante at gmail.com for bookings or more information. <laughs>